Welcome back guys to the new generation podcast. We are back, me, Javi and Ale with a new topic and today we are going to cover how to find a job. And that's because in this period of crisis we lost our job in March. We had to learn how to find a new job, how to look for a new job, how to do applications, cover letters and how to just just entering this task, I think, and we are going to cover all these topics in this episode using our personal experience and I hope that's going to be helpful also for you because I know that a lot of people lost their job in this in this situation and it's hard when you are looking for a job and you are just making a lot of effort in the wrong direction so you don't have any results and can be like frustrating and we experienced that. So we want to give you the advice we use and the technique, techniques I think we implement that help us to find a job because like successfully we have three jobs now. So that's good. So Ali, starting from you, what do you think is the main mistake that someone does when he's looking for a job? Eduardo, my first thought is, uh, my first advice is don't underestimate the job offer understand which the company you would like to, to work for and after that and realize why you want to work for that company. Who are you? Well, what are your skills? Uh, look back to your history and analyze every work experience, every education, every uh, moment of your life that could help you in the in apply for that position exactly but and that's I think that's a very good point the fact that we don't like we underestimate the job offer we just apply without considering that they are looking for someone and we are not the only one applying so we're applying like randomly to everything without put any effort and I think Javi that's really one of the main point did you experience the same yeah uh, I think so because uh, it's really important know uh, to whom you're applying for like which position, who is going to be your manager, and uh, which skills are required. But also I think that the usually jobs description are not really uh, precise and uh, they don't uh, explain uh, uh, very clearly how, how is the position, what they are looking for. So it's really difficult sometimes to uh, write a cover letter or your curriculum, but uh, it's really important to look into the, um, into the job description uh, try to see some very highlight points that you can uh, introduce in your cover letter. Exactly, okay. and that's I think is the main point to understand what they are looking for before just offer yourself to them. Understand what are they looking for, what you have to be able to do in order to work for them and what the company is doing because yes. that's the main point. And I think many people are just not doing that and I was not doing that in the first point. So. So we can start saying that first part, just understand if the job is made for you, what they are looking for, and if you can offer that. So after that, what do you advise on it? But first of all, uh, I will say, how do you understand that? Because yeah, we said that we, we said that we need to understand what they are looking for, but how you do. So uh, when I was looking for a job, actually, uh, at the beginning, I was scared about calling the manager, writing them a mail, just looking back into the company. But then I realized that we need to gain uh, as much insight as possible from them. And we need to understand who is the people that are gonna hire you. So after you realize, after uh, having destroyed my, uh, my shyness, I just uh, called every manager for get to know better the position. And um, because of that, 
I had so many interviews and had I had many so feedback from all the exactly. managers because as you say, if you understand what are the points they can they want to leverage, you are just using those and say, oh, you're looking for this specifically, I can offer that to you, and they're gonna call you. Exactly. So the main point is to be the perfect match for the company. But I think prior to that, the main point, as you said at the beginning, is the effort that you put on doing that because. I, like using my personal experience, I was doing a lot of application, just not reading the job offer, just reading the title and just applying for everything with the same cover letter, with the same CV. So I think that putting a lot of effort just to understand before you do anything, as you say, is the main point, right? That's what you're trying to say. What do you think about that? Uh, I was in the same position. I applied for so many jobs that uh, I didn't really write the whole uh, description because I mean when you apply for more than 10 jobs then at some point you start losing like I don't know the the motivation to apply so you feel like okay I will apply and they will call me well probably probably not and uh, maybe and uh, I think there is a misconception but, there but but I agree that uh, if you really like a job just uh, try to uh, do a specific core letter and a curriculum for that job because it will be more about um, the manager or the person in the company will will take con will consider that uh, more uh, how to say more he will take more consideration for that than if you make like a very standard uh, curriculum that could be for another exactly and job. that's I think there is the main point that job application are more about quality than quantity and that's a misconception because we would like to apply to as many as many as possible positions, as many posi positions as possible, but we don't understand that it takes a lot of time just to apply for one. And it's better to do three applications in a good way than do like 10 that are done like super quickly. What do you think? We, we had so many discussions, you remember, um, especially uh, during our first approach to um, applications. Because if I remember correctly, you were the ones that were applying for any kind of job and I was yeah. the one that uh, spent almost one week for each application. And that gave me the time to better understand the manager, the position and the company uh, values. Yeah. And by doing that, um, I was always able to tailor the perfect CV to the right job offer, to the right position. And that's why I get interviews. and than the, the next steps. So my advice is get to know the company but focus on what you're saying to the company, to the manager. Yeah, because as you say, you have to understand that you are competing with 200 people. And all, only if like no. 10 people no. of that 200 just put one hour or three hours more than you just understanding what they're looking for and just trying to understand how they can just, because that's the, the second point that we're going to talk about, how can you just transfer your skills in a way that is like matching the job offer. So if you are not putting a lot of effort just for one application, you are just losing because someone is doing that. Because you have so many people that are just applying for your job and maybe they have the same skills that you do, but they put a lot of effort to put these skills in a way that matches the job description. So I think the second point, once as you said, first point, 
understanding what they are looking for and what the company is doing, get some contact that can be very helpful, call the manager, just write them an email, just bypass the, the main course, just write them a LinkedIn message, something like that. Second point, I think we have to understand how to make ourselves perfect for that particular job. So what do you think about that? In which sense? In the sense that you have some skills, but you have <coughs> to match them in the cover letter, in the curriculum, in a way that is like easy for the manager to just look for what they're looking for in your curriculum? Um, I read so many like, uh, advices about how to write a cover letter and a curriculum. And uh, my personal opinion about that is, first of all, you have to introduce yourself like very briefly, like who are you, what do you like, and which are like your goals in, the, in your life or in your career, and then try to give uh, some examples with uh, past job uh, experiences about why do you like that, why, the, which experience do you have with that, like uh, literally working with that, and then uh, at the end of the cover letter, try to say something about yourself more personal, like uh, I don't know, like I like to running, whatever, something that can be useful for the manager when they are coming to the interview because sometimes. They apart from like the real, the technical stuff, they also like the person because we are talking about applying for internship, which are positions that uh, you don't have a lot of responsibility. So sometimes the personal part of the person is more important, or at least uh, as much as important as the as the technical part. So yeah, and I have to so disagree. I have to disagree on one point because I think it depends. All like I think it's not subjective, so you can have different opinions. But what yes. I read is that. Mainly your goal, your objectives are not important because like you have, you have to, to get them know what you can give them, not what they can give you. So they, they don't care about your objectives. They care like about what you can offer them. So uh, maybe it's different for the position we're applying for. But if you're applying for something maybe higher, like I read that your description should be what you can do an example on how you are able to do that and what did you do in the past. So maybe I'm perfect, I'm very good at sales management and I can show that because in my previous company I just increased the sales of 10%. That's what I brought on mine. I brought like, okay, I'm like good in supply chain analytics in this uh, exam that we did, we work with this company, we increased that. So that's what I did. And then I don't know, like my opinion about my personal like hobbies or something that I like, I personally don't put them in the cover in the cover letter, neither in the curriculum. What do you think about that? Neither I, neither I do, do that because uh, it depends again on, on the manager and the, the company. It depends, um, obviously, if the manager is looking for, it happened, just short um, motivational letter, short curriculum. And uh, then, um, then the manager doesn't want to know about about your uh, your hobbies, your your how you spare time, you spend your spare time. Other other companies, uh, however, would like to know what you do in your spare time, how you improve yourself, That's and how you spend your time after work. So. I'm now starting uh, a learning process uh, for one of the biggest companies here in Denmark. And what we are going to look uh, for a new position, for the new hirings, is basically three things. Talent, and this is measured by uh, the score that you get during universities, so the average marks. Then the skills, 
So which program do you know? Which program do you know to use? And uh, if you have ever had job experiences before? And then motivation. And the motivation is given by the effort you put into displaying and uh, better create the, the, the cover letter and the CV. Yeah. And that's where like many people lose because like if you don't put effort into do a curriculum just for that job offer, if you don't put effort into do a cover letter for that, just that job offer, so you're showing that you don't care about that job, but you care like, like a job, you want to work, but you don't care about that specific job. And if you think about this three point, it's more about what the new uh, employee can give to the company. But that makes sense because yes. it's not what about you can take from the company. That's a second point. That's once you get in there. But yeah, mainly you have to say to them, I can give you that, 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 and I can show that I have just done that by my scores, by my previous jobs, by my experiences, but yes. You don't have to say, oh, I would like to achieve this status in the future because they don't care, maybe. You could use that. You could actually, um, you should ask that, but in the following processes. As the first one, just screening and just what you could give to the company. But then when you the communication start, when the, um, the relationship start within you and the company to understand if you uh, are well fit within the company value, within the company culture, then you should ask what the company could give to me because I'm not here just for yeah of course and it's five work but uh, but uh, as you said uh, it's important also that uh, considering that we are applying for jobs that are the first step in your career so if you want to uh, develop your skills into an operate management in I mean you are working in a department that is not related with that or that you don't have the possibility to develop that skills, maybe the manager says, okay, maybe you fit what we are looking for, but maybe it's not good for you. So you should move to another position. So that's what I say that sometimes it's important. Yeah, but the assumption here is that you are applying for a job that you would like to take. Yeah, but, but sometimes in the job description, it doesn't, it's not the reality. Like that, but then when you do the interview, it's completely different from what it's, what it's written, because what is written usually is like a standard description of all the jobs related with only some difference in the skills or in the softwares or whatever. But that's, that's true, that's true. Maybe the manager can say, okay, it's not what you're looking for because you have other ambitions. And that's true. And that's, as Alice said, I think that came out in a different part of the process. So maybe later on, but when you're doing the application, I think just, just to be selected, just to talk with the manager, that is an opportunity, you have to just put out everything that you can give them that can match their job description and what they are looking for. Yes, I agree, but, uh, but also uh, coming back from my point of view, if I'm a manager, my hiring manager, and I have to find a new person for my, for my team, and then I have 10 curriculums, and then I see, okay, this guy wants to develop his skills in finance, but this department is about IT, so I would, I would discard him. That's true, but that's the, that's the fault of the guy applying for IT when he's looking. Yeah, but finance. maybe there are on the, in the job description uh, it's it says that you are working with finance uh, skills or whatever, and then he says okay, maybe it's related with finance. So as a manager, from my point of view, it's good to see to say to state in your cover letter what you're looking for, so the manager knows okay, this guy wants to develop in finance. We are a finance department, so. He will, he will be really motivated to, to do yeah, that. Yeah, I, I know, I know. That's, and, uh, that's a that's, point of view. 
And right. also for the person to know, to get, uh, to give to the manager the knowledge that maybe you are not fitting in that team. So but that's like for me, it's like you have to understand that they care about your curriculum for six seconds. In yes. six seconds, they want to know what you can give them. Then, like afterwards, they can just understand if you maybe can grow in the company. But what they care in the six seconds is like, is that the match that I'm looking for? So if I look for something in six seconds, you are telling me what you want from me. In the six seconds, I'm gonna take someone that can give me something. So that's the main point here. Like, how do you structure your curriculum, your correlating in a way that in six seconds is easy to understand that you are the perfect match for that job. Yeah. Instead of them spending time to read something that they don't care about, they it's not useful for them. So the main point here is like, what do you put, for example, in the beginning of the cover letter and what in the beginning of the CV? Because that's <coughs> the first part that they read. And what I put was like, okay, you're looking for sales management and marketing maybe. So I put, okay, I work in this company and do this and this and this, and I have worked with sales and I increase the sales of this thing. And I think when I read that, it's like, okay, this guy had the skills, had the experience because he showed me, so I want to read more of his curriculum. So the first point for me is like, how do I catch the attention in these first six seconds so they can read more of my curriculum? I want to, to put on, on the table one uh, hot topic that is, what do you think about lying on the curriculum? About, uh, I don't know, maybe you're applying for a job that they say you have to be uh, skilled in this software, like, yeah. I don't know, we are, we are, now we are, we are working with Alteryx, for instance. And uh, maybe you don't have any idea, but you really like the job and you think that this would be very helpful for you in the future? We have, dis we have discussed that so many times with Ale, the difference between lying and just increase or just putting your skills in a way that is like overestimating those. What you just, I think you can explain that, Ale. We, hmm. we, cover, we covered that on many, many times. To ask directly a uh, high question, never lie to you, to, 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 to manage it, to hire manager. <laughs> I because agree. Because uh, you are going to work if you if you gonna be hired at the end of the process. You're gonna work with that program, and if you're not able to do so, then then they're gonna find you. Then they, you're not able to work. You you lie to all the department. You lie to the manager. But but that's true. But for instance, ima imagine that you have the, the interview on September and then the job starts on November. So you have one, two months or one month, I don't know what, how many, but one or two months to study that or to learn that software. Man, it's like, it's not And maybe like, if you don't write on the curriculum, on the cover letter, like I have experience with this, this software or this tool, uh, the manager says, okay, maybe this is, this is a good person, but it's not the perfect because he lacks lack of uh, of some experience in this. If, if I had to put that, I would put, put it, yeah. I have two months of experience in Alteryx and then I gain two months of experience in Alteryx. So it's not lying, it's no, just no. forecasting the it's, future. It's <laughs> just lying, just <laughs> lying. Because, because at that moment of time, you don't have any experience. But you can say, no. you can say, you I'm say going it. to learn. I'm going to learn, for sure. And this is, this is basically um, what I really, uh, what I will really appreciate as a manager, create trustness among the new employee and the manager. You cannot say that you know something <laughs> if you never use that for two reasons. First of all, because they could ask you. They could ask you uh, during the interview. They yeah. could ask you to take a test with that, uh, with that software in specific. I had once. But tell, tell your, your experience with when you 
did an interview with a software or a tool that you that you mentioned in the curriculum, but then you didn't know. Do you have uh, any experience related? No, I, I never lie, but um, as we uh, as Eduardo introduced before, we kind of overestimated our <laughs> our skills. Yeah. And when I when I say that, uh, I was able. I was really good. I was able to use Excel. Then I was uh, invited for an interview, and a colleague of the manager just presented me a case to solve in Excel in ten minutes. Well, it was obvious that I was not that skill high skill. I was. <laughs> I know. Awkward. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I knew how to use Excel, but I was not that highly skilled. I didn't know any formulas, any um, I did master. Same. I didn't master I did the program. Then this is like they were gonna discover that you're lying. It's gonna it's gonna discover your real skills. Yeah, that's the main point. I think if it's important for that job that you can use that software, they're gonna just make some kind of test of skills because they know how to just if it's important. Don't take people that is that are not able to do the job. But I did the same like when I when I put Excel in my curriculum, I just open Excel sometimes, I just did some tables for some works, but I never work with that a lot of a lot of time. And now it's not that I'm not I'm regretting that. But I can see that I'm far away to be good at Excel, as I said in my CV. But still, you are just taking your little experience and just expand a little bit just to... But everybody's doing that. Everybody's showing off. So, yeah. so if you want to be like on the on the level of the others, you have to show off a little bit. So maybe if you are a good brighter, you can, you can say that you are a tremendous brighter, you know? And yes, everybody, you have to sell yourself. You cannot sell to yourself, no, I'm not that good at that. Oh, I'm not that good at that neither, you know. Oh, I've never done that. So if you start doing that, just underestimating yourself, you're never get, getting hired. But still, there is a line between lying and overestimating what you can do. Regarding overestimated, um, we, all of us work in restaurants and uh, <laughs> bars. So what I was suggest, what I suggested once to Eduardo is that we could probably use those experience to show our capacity of dealing with stress situation, dealing with customers, dealing with um, important and uh, and uh, personal um, task, how to deal with uh, with many tasks at a time. So this is not lying. This is for me is show our experience under a different point of view. It could be useful for the work. It could be useful for, for the work you're applying for. And if I had to sum up like very easily how to find a job, how to apply for a job, with like understand what they're looking for, then look at what they've done and try to find a way to put that in the most appealing way for them to catch you. So put yourself in the other like part of the game and say, if I, if I was looking this city, would I take this guy and why? If I'm looking for something that is red and I have some orange in my skills, I have to put this orange as dark as I can to just make it pass for red. That's what I have to try to do. If I've done some, like, I don't know, waiter, I have to say, and then looking for someone that can work under, under stress, I'm gonna just overestimate my experience. No, the, the place where I was working was like super stressful, you have to run all the day, you know, just to try to see what you have done in real life and just to make that as most as appealing for them as possible. And to do that, you have to understand the job description, you have to understand what you have done, and you have to understand how to make match these two things. It's not difficult for me. It's that we do a lot of mistakes because we don't put the efforts, we just want to apply to as many 
as many job offers as possible and we lose a lot of time in doing that instead of just concentrating and focus in some of them instead of everything. How do you guys would sum up this session? Uh, I would say that uh, every position is completely different but there are some uh, guidelines that are really important to know and try to to fulfill in order to match with the job description but of course there is like a personal side of the the hiring manager or the HR that uh, that's something that uh, you have the feeling with the person and sometimes you cannot uh, you cannot uh, elaborate on that it's that something that or you either you have it or not so but yes. there are some uh, I would say that the 60% or around 60% I think is the it's like a standard, uh, like if you can make up for any position, but there is a 40%, 30% that then is completely different in every position. And that's something that you have to learn with the experience and during the interview. Yeah, I think that also Javi just touched a very important point that there are some bias. Every manager is different from the other. Every manager has his own experience, so you can work with the we want you have and just try to do the best to be yourself and that's gonna always work well because if they like you, they're gonna like you for what you are and not for just make yourself liking them or make yourself liked by them. That was whatever. And then I was, uh, I would like to conclude and finish with three points. Focus on the job position, so focus on what you're doing. We Nobody wants to waste time and well, if you want, if you're looking for a job, it's because you need it and because you want to. So be really focused on what you're doing. Create the second point is create relationship with a company, create a relationship with a manager before and your, your, your hiring process. So get to know better the people you're going to work with because um, it could also be that, for example, you like the job position, but you don't like the people. Uh, within the company, within the department, the specific, you know, and that's a position. huge problem. And yeah, that's we, a huge problem, and more. that's why you need to focus on people too. And my last third suggestion, last third advice is: don't lose patience. Have fun. Have fun is a long process. It could be a really long, long process during this COVID nineteen period. So um, have fun. Uh, have something that keep you. Um, also, um, happy during this, this process, also uh, keep your uh, mind focused on something else because this is going to be uh, a very uh, tough, period, tough yeah. period. So, yeah, focus. there was three good points. If I would have to do mine, would be like, as Alice said, be patient because like there, there's going to be like a lot of no and quality matters more than quantity. Just select few application do that in the best ways possible because that is gonna make a huge difference and the third one is just have a nice time with everything i hope you like this podcast i don't know if you want to add something to that otherwise we just see you in the next or just making us hear you in the next episode and thank you for uh, listening to us